swear words alert. Headphones without doubt, a must. Awesomeness awaits. So, how much do you love me? <laughs> this is not happening. I hate you. <laughs> do not ask me stupid questions. This is East Asian Story. I'm Wynn. And my family often compare my personality to a horse thundering in a field. Free, stubborn, radical. Seriously, how much, how much do you love me? Tell me how I can quantify it. I don't know. There you go. Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> oh, you all. I mean, you always. Uh, what? You know, you always. I question your questions. That's what I do. <laughs> I give up, man. This is Joyce. She has a sharp wit like a monkey. One that can effortlessly ambush a horse while brewing tea with her other hand. As you've heard, I think we have an amazing chemistry. Been through thick and thin together as a couple for five years. Known her for another three. So I'm not being unreasonable for wanting to make it official, right? Then why the fuck are you interfering with my marriage? Heaven? Now if you come from a very old school Chinese family like mine We're Chinese Thai Thai citizens with ancestors from China There's one pre-marriage trials couples had to go through which only if successful afterwards our family will then allow our marriage to go forth it was crucial. It was the key, keystone, key, like the final key to everything. That trial is where we are summoned to the celestial courts of the Chinese gods. Simply referred to as heaven. To have our marriage compatibility be judged upon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've sinned. It's an unavoidable situation that we have nothing to gain from. If we're compatible, life goes on. If not, we break up. To bow to the words of a complete stranger who has the power to delegitimize our past five years together in less than an hour and without any regard to our opinion, history or chemistry at all. Even when my parents themselves already approved of Joyce. How could a ridiculous situation like this still exist in the 21st century? What the hell? Rawr! It's not funny! Naturally, this does not sit well with modern Chinese kids like me. Yeah, yeah, you, you were a wild horse back then and you were very strong-willed and you knew what you wanted. So in today's episode, as a cautionary tale for future Chinese couples, how heaven broke my family, this is ridiculous, spooked my girlfriend, <laughs> and how I'm going to take my revenge on them for what they did to us. What? How on earth is that even possible? There is a way. Even the legendary Chinese Monkey King could do it, then why couldn't I? That's coming up after the break. Stay with us. The appointment with the Disciple of Heaven had been made. So who were we meeting that day? So we were going to this, um, I suppose I could call it a service. A service? I don't know, what do you call it? <laughs> I would call it the the oracle. Whatever. 
basically a fortune teller skilled in the Chinese zodiac system of horoscope. Also known as the conveyor of heaven's judgments to mortals. I drove into Bangkok with my family to pick Joyce up. That was how the judgment day began. Like I spent so much time picking out what color top and pants I was going to wear on the day. My hands on the steering wheel was like really sweaty. Because all the colors had to, like none of them would, could be like bad colors. Bad according to Chinese belief about luck. And I have to say, even like my underwear, I was very conscious of what color I was putting on myself. <laughs> no, not red. But like as long as it wasn't black or anything, I think that was my logic. Mm. I must have worn pink because I was like, I'm just going to play it cool. Like, I'm not just going to go all out Chinese. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, please, please go well. <laughs> As for my parents, the, the look on their face was like very tense. They were like really, really quiet that day. You see, a few nights before when my parents gave their final word, mm. saying that the marriage will not go forth if we don't get heaven's approval, mm. immediately I told my parents, I'm not going to let any stranger decide who I'm going to marry. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> this won't change anything at all if it turns out bad, you know? Oh, you know, like typical... Like, like a Chinese drama. <laughs> typical, typical win. And I remembered my mom was like, you can't defy the heavens. What? More like we can't defy our grandma, our big boss, who deeply believe in heaven. Anyway... She suddenly became dangerously frosty, then pounced away, leaving the tense air lingering between us. And we hadn't spoken to each other ever since. Not even on the way to pick you up. I don't like that. I reached your condo. I remember calling you. We're here. Come down now. It's gonna be fine. Carrying positive vibes. <laughs> you know, if you go in positive, everything will turn out positive. I opened the car door, got in, did my sawadees. Four more hello in Thai language. Sat down. Everyone was so quiet. Like, there was dead silence in the car. I suppose I felt that this is it. Judgment day. What do you do when there is this prospect that everything can go wrong? Right? Like, if you were too friendly and then everything turns out shit. How's it going? Etc, etc. And they're like, you go and meet this dude. And then he's like, you guys would be so destructive together. Like, you would not work out. Do not consider even like looking at looking at each other in the eye and things like that. So forget about marriage. And then like after that, what? <laughs> what happens next? Like, like yeah, what happens next? So what would you do if it turns out bad? I think I'd take the taxi back. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst awkwardness a person can ever experience. Anyway... It's all too late now, because we've arrived at the Oracle's lair. The Cold War ends, and the Hot War begins.
we hastily scrambled out of the car, feeling relieved like leaving a stranger's funeral you accidentally stumbled into. It was all a blur, to be honest. I was just like, right, this is the destination. There were tiny streets that you had to, I believe it was all one way, one direction sort of yeah, yeah, streets. I think, I think it was like almost like Chinatown area. Yeah. There was a glass door out the front. But because of the reflection of the opposite building, you can't really see through to the inside. So in that sense, it was a bit mysterious. I don't know what's going to happen once I step my first foot in over the threshold of the door. But I can't turn back now, so be it. Whatever. The receptionist was like, this way, please. And then she, she told us to wait for maybe like 20 minutes or something or 15 because we were a bit early. So we went up and waited at the sofa set. It was kind of dimly lit, at least from my memory. Like, so many things I couldn't understand all around. <laughs> Posters with Chinese inscriptions. Paintings and drawings of, I don't know, who the people are. And also animals. Yeah, that's really all I can remember. It's very, there were so many details that I couldn't make sense of. And I guess we were in the right place completely spooked by heaven's psychological warfare. The only thing I could think of was how much more awkward can this get? Because you immediately excused yourself to the toilet <laughs> and left me with your poor parents who were so nervous and didn't know how to... Well, I guess they knew how to act, but like they were nervous, I could tell. And you just left me with them. <laughs> Nothing. Really? Nothing was spoken. Yeah, we just sat. And then because there was so much detail to take in, we just started looking around. Then I looked around up and over to my right and then to my left. Um, and I saw a poster. And I thought, okay, this seems interesting. Something that I might be able to make sense of because it has the 12 animals that I know are of the Chinese zodiac year. So I started scanning through the posters. I think there were two. Each picture in the poster would depict two of the 12 animals together. Showing how the pair would interact as predicted by the Chinese zodiac system. Different combos matter and there are like perfect combos that you know, you can help each other succeed and then like there are crazy combos where things go a completely different way. Yeah, for example, my father is a dog. <laughs> my father mom... is a dog. That sounds so wrong, but it's like, it's how we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. And my mom's a tiger. So you can kind of imagine which of them is the boss in my family. <laughs> Just kidding, Dad. I think there were maybe eight pairings that were the best possible pairings and those were in eight boxes in one poster and then the other poster had the eight worst pairings and it kind of showed different ways that things could go really wrong so naturally so i kind of tried looking for uh, a picture with a monkey and a horse in it i'm a horse obviously i'm a monkey <laughs> and i couldn't find it that was a fail <laughs> um and at the same time, I was noticing from the corner of my eye, this was completely subconscious, but I was noting your mum's head was turning towards the poster as well. And then 
I guess also subconsciously I was kind of stiffening up because like oh my gosh what would happen if because I hadn't seen I hadn't looked at the second poster yet um, in that split second I had this fear that what if there's a box containing a horse and a monkey in the second poster and then she saw at the same time um, so I I picked up my pace and scanned the second one. Turns out there was no picture with a monkey and a horse in it. But there was a picture of a monkey and a tiger. <laughs> and what were they doing? The tiger was biting the monkey in its back. Like in the middle of its back. <laughs> And again, from the corner of my eye, I know your mum saw it the same time, the same split second as I saw it. <laughs> and then we instantly both simultaneously turn <laughs> away. <laughs> Touch my hand now. <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> Just thinking about it. <laughs> and my dad? I don't think your dad saw, saw the same things as we did. Um, he was looking in another direction from my memory, but it was, yeah, it was pretty special. So what happened after that? Like Nothing, nothing happened. We pretended neither of us saw anything. We were just looking around, you know, keep looking, keep turning your head, keep, you know, scanning the room. Everything is fine. <laughs> Nothing's an omen. My neck is so sore right now. Why? The stress, man, the stress. <laughs> Don't leave this in. <laughs> Suddenly, while hell was freezing over between my parents and us. Come here, come, 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 come. It's time, it's time. And now, our final showdown after the break. Wait, before we move on to the climax, what the heck were you doing while I was getting roasted? Oh, I was burning with rage in my mind. Screw you, heaven. So I had to calm myself down in the toilet and think about possible solutions. But it's really hopeless. Because as they say, when you get married, you are marrying their family as well. That's very, 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 very true. Especially to a traditional Chinese family like mine. I'm pretty close to my parents and grandma. So if it turns out that the oracle said we are not compatible, I'll have to choose between Joyce or my family because it will never go well together again. Okay, if we were going forward, I would think about what would happen in terms of like, you know, integrating into the family. How can I ever feel a part of your family? How can your family ever feel like, you know, how can they ever comfortably perceive me as part and parcel of the family as well because of this because like the label has been assigned Dude. the fate has been articulated it's never going to leave the space that we are going to share together virtually or physically <sighs> yeah 
my family would constantly be reminded of the prophecy. Ugh. Here comes the disaster, cooking in my kitchen, poisoning my son with her evil tom yum, evil rice, evil veggies. You see my tears right now? <laughs> Spooky. If it went wrong, what would you have done? I'll probably like find a third way to make it all possible. So, like, like maybe get me pregnant. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> you evil. <laughs> I never even thought of it. <laughs> Don't get Joyce wrong; she wasn't a princess that needed any saving. Nor was he a husband tame, because knowing you and you back then, especially, you would. Defy the gods. You would defy the heavens. You would soldier on. You would bash everything that's in front of you with your own heads. Right, but sadly, I couldn't find a way out then. And I'm greedy, you know. I can't let go of both you and my parents. Yeah, and the monkey has to be bitten. <laughs> that's why instead, I'm going to punish the source of our trouble at the final showdown. What? As I promised, heaven will suffer for this. So back to the sofa set. Come here, come, 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 come. It's time. It's time. Like he, his tie sounded very Chinese, like my grandpa, especially. Finally, he was done with the previous client. We turned around, and there he was. Does he look like an oracle? No. <laughs> Like his credibility, all gone. I thought we were meeting someone with like a shawl, with like lots of little details and like you know huge necklace around their neck. With charms, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everything, everything is in red and gold. Yo, you know that's like the god of fortune or something <laughs> like that. That's. I thought I had that image in my head. It's not like. Or like real human being. I had that image in my head for some reason. So what does he actually looked like? I think he was. He looked like a Chinese uncle to me. Partially bald and skinny, surprisingly normal, like your typical Chinese uncle in Chinatown. <laughs> and then the oracle took his position on his like his throne. Yeah, his throne. No, it was it was just a desk, and he was sitting behind the he desk. He was sitting behind a desk because um. He had like those charts and um, calendars and stuff. Oh which... yeah, so many of those. So we went to the table, and I don't remember the order of how we walked over this to the desk. But I believe that I was the last person because I was like, "Please go ahead in front of me, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> and so my mum, the head of religious ceremonies in my family, handed over a piece of paper with basically our date of birth. My parents' date of birth and your family as well, and our times of birth as well, mine and yours, like to the minute. The oracle reached out. I slumped onto the chair. Our fate was literally in his hands now. We were sitting there like really silent. And he took his time, didn't he, to like do all this calculation? Like, could it get even more tense than this? So after an eternity, he looked up from his calculations. This really is it. Looking at my parents. There's some clutch here.
Sorry, listeners, for the sudden interruption to our program. Don't worry, nothing's wrong, no need to panic. I'm just going to make some edits before we replay the segment shortly. Hello, Heaven. In case you're listening, remember me? My name is Win. You mess with my family. Prepare to cry. Right, first, nobody needs to hear the nonsense just now from the Oracle. You might be able to take my parents hostage against me in the real world. But in this audio piece, I am the master of time and space. The audio producer. The storyteller. So I'm giving you what you deserve, Heaven. The worst punishment in history. Your version of the story shall not be told. And that's for messing with my family. Apologies for the slight commotion. And now, audio player, rewind for 60 seconds and resume the playback activities. Enjoy. And so my mum, the head of religious ceremonies in my family, handed over a piece of paper with basically our date of birth, my parents' date of birth, and your family as well. And our times of birth as well. Mine and yours, like to the minute. The oracle reached out. I slumped onto the chair. Our fate was literally in his hands now. We were sitting there like really silent. And he took his time, didn't he? To like do all this calculation. Like, could it get even more tense than this? So after an eternity, he looked up from his calculations. This really is it. Looking at my parents. So we're soulmates. <gasps> That's cool. Duang Sompong means your relation is fated. Like you're fated to be together. Seriously? That's the only thing I could make out of. <laughs> Gosh, how do I have no memory of this? This is exactly how I feel that time. It's like my ears were trying to find like good words yeah, from him. Yeah, yeah, Like my ears were just hearing the word Sompong, which meant fated, right? <laughs> Sompong and then, then and then he kept saying Sompong and this Sompong and that Sompong and then he kept going I was like yeah bring it on bring it on bring it on <laughs> and then he ended up all of this by saying we're soulmates and I was like yeah it couldn't go like wait, it wait, couldn't go better than that that's not it I mean listen to this listen to this right <laughs> so basically he said like it would be really good especially when we have kids like it doesn't matter if it's a daughter or if it's a son because either our kids will be really capable people and they will even exceed their parents (laughs) (laughs) to be precise as the undisputed champion of the ancient Chinese civil service examination so our babies huh any bad prediction is ignorable now with this powerful proclamation. And finally, he slammed his pen down on the desk. Marry next year, as my mom nodded vigorously, and the case was finally closed. Yay! So overall, it actually went pretty well. Right? 
at least enough to satisfy his grandma to move forward with our marriage. As for the whole uncensored truth, whatever was said in that room, only the five of us and grandma will know. After all, history is what the victor wants you to remember, right? Gosh, how do I have no memory of this? And also what we selectively chose to believe ourselves. My ears were trying to find like good words yeah, from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my ears were just hearing the words from Pong, which meant fated, right? So I'll be leaving this mystery hanging like a fish hook stuck in your heart as an eternal memento for you to be skeptical and fact-check the media, even on my own work. Hey, Joyce. Mm -hmm. So what happened between the monkey and the tiger in the end after we married? Well, stick around to the very end and you'll find out. If you love our work, hit follow and share this episode to all your Chinese friends to see their hilarious reaction. Also, if you're curious what the tiger monkey picture that spooked me looked like, head on over to our episode show notes at eastasianstory.substack.com. The link is in the episode description. I'm going to make you draw it. <laughs> oh my god. I do not draw monkeys or tigers. I only draw domestic animals. Please. Please draw it. Hashtag clickbait. Clickbait. No, it's not a clickbait. Special thanks to my parents. <laughs> the oracle and heaven for this lovely adventure we had together and to Joyce's family who I love as much as my own parents plus tolerating this silly event see you in the next episode where we go on a treasure hunt treasure hunt what? what treasure hunt? maybe my birthday <clears throat> you're looking so smug right now I really have to make this treasure hunt I don't know where to look tell me <laughs> what does the clue say? Oh shit, don't go! No! <laughs> Wait! Green Dobby! <gasps> oh, it opened! Yes! Just! This is the way. <laughs> I'm Win. And I'm Joyce. And this is East Asian Story. Sawadika. Sawadika. And now, onward to the epilogue. So, how did you feel afterwards? Possibly the most relieved I've ever felt in my whole life. Really? It felt like everything was resting on it. And like, you know, when you go into something feeling incredibly anxious beyond words, and all they had to say was, fated, 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 soulmates, <laughs> incredibly intelligent offsprings. <laughs> <laughs> what can you feel possibly apart from, oh my gosh. Yeah, let's go ahead with wedding planning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also asked my mom about her side of the story about the poster. I guess also subconsciously, I was kind of stiffening up. So she said she was ready to throw Joyce out of the house then. She didn't say that. She just said she couldn't remember. Alright, alright. You get the point, listeners. Remember. Don't believe everything you hear. And back to the monkey and the tiger. Finally together under one roof. I'm happy to announce that they are on great terms right now. <laughs> but you know, like, even though you are such a good person in like managing relationship with my parents and my grandparents, there's one thing, one small thing, which... Oh no. What have I done wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, there's one thing 
which we've been constantly. I'm sweating now. That um, well, freeze the veggies. What? Freeze our meals. Poisoning my son with her evil tom yum, <laughs> evil rice, evil veggies. No. What are you talking about? <sighs> I'm so down for thinking that we'll never be bothered by heaven anymore. Instead, now every time I meet my grandma, she always says, "Come on, you guys. Oh, Come on. We're not having babies." Yeah. Even more so when the prediction about our kids was so awesome. And it's kind of like mandatory after you get married to like instantly. <laughs> the expectation had been set. Make geniuses for us. <laughs> That sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's an obvious pressure. <sighs> so heaven, let's call it a draw, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> 